This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Yes, and so we'll speak about something, I guess, a general understanding of some things. Um, the Torah speaks about the office and speaks about things that were very important in the development, events that weren't important to us uh, about the development, we don't get much mention. Uh, Avram married Sarah, we know nothing about the Shidduch whatsoever. We know he married her and that's it. Um, Yitzchak and Rivka, we have a big passion in Torah, which deals a lot more, it's as if almost Yitzchak and Rivka were not involved. It's, uh, Eliezer was the hero, so to speak, and uh, Rivka was barely the age to consent, and her parents had consent, and that was it. And with Rachel and Leah, we have a quite a whole parasha involved with the Shidduch. So, um, I, I would just like to make some observations. The Torah points out um, about Rachel, that she was a fast story, fast mara, the, um, it says Enilei Rakos, which was very unclear what that means. Rashi brings that she cried because of Asa and so on. The Vilna Goyen says, he asked the question, doesn't it say Shekhei So why would the Torah compliment? It says about Rachel, it says about David HaMelech. Why, why would the Torah compliment it? So the Goyen says like this, that, um, the, it, um, let's, let's take an example, words that a person speaks. When a person speaks words, they are, they can be deceptive. So we speak about somebody being a person can produce um, words that are empty, don't mean anything. On the other hand, when a person says things that are correct and important and meaningful, those words become the best of men because man is a medaber and man's job is to present. So someone who has a lot of knowledge but he can't um, give it over is deficient because he's, he's not a medaber. So words have a propensity for being um, sometimes exaggerated, sometimes not so true, sometimes deceptive, but that doesn't mean that words are unimportant. Words are extremely important when they convey um, the, 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 the truth, an idea, and so on. HaKadosh Baruch Hu put Yofi and Chain in the Bria. The Yofi and the Chain means the way in which something is presented. You can have um, something that's very good to eat, and if it's thrown down in a bag um, on a table, it's not terribly, it, it, it doesn't um, really draw people. And the same food, when it's laid out well and nicely, um, gives people the full sense of how good it is, and people are drawn to it. Um, it's it, Yofi, and chain are parallel 
to Koach Adibur. They're a way of expressing something. Let's, um, Reb Chasko once said, he was the Rashiv of Hebron, and he said, it says in Benching, we say, is done and finds the world, Bechein Bechesed Rachmin. So Chesed Rachmin, we understand. What's Chein? What does it mean he feeds the world with Chein? In a Chein way. So if Chasosana said in a very picturesque way, Akadosh Baruch Hu could have made an apple black and hard, rancid, and we'd still eat it because we have no choice. If all food was black and hard, and no matter what it's not like, we'd be starving to eat we'd still eat it. Akadosh Baruch Hu gave an apple, it's red, it's full of color, it's crunchy, it's tasty, and so on. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu presented to us the Bria, not only being good, like food, like somebody would take, you know, the, the things you give to, to, to patients that are not well, like insure type stuff, where just here's the nutrients you need. HaKadosh Baruch Hu presented to us gracefully, with grace, with beauty, and so on. So that's the chen HaKadosh Baruch Hu used. All, all types of um, uh, fruits and vegetables that grow when they're ready to eat, generally speaking, they are at their nicest, at their most pleasant. They have color, they, they, they feel right. Everything about it is, is presents itself. In other words, the world also has a mouth. It presents itself and says, I am here to be eaten because it's really good. A person is who he is, and a person also presents themselves. If a person is who he or she is and doesn't present themselves well, then it's a, it's a hidden treasure and it's lost. The same way like we would have the person who has a lot of brilliant ideas but can't express it. The person who presents other than what is, if I present something as being good for you when it's really not good for you, then the presentation is lying. So Chain and Yofi are the equivalent of the, it's, it's another form of speech. It's a way to present something. And unfortunately, we tend to present a lot more than it really is. And therefore it's Sheker and Hevel. But the Goyen says, if it's Isha Yeros Hashem, then the Chain and the Yofi are in place because they're presenting, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm a person, I'm a worthy person. So I'm not talking about the really external Chayni I'm talking about how a person presents themselves. Um, because we look at a Shidduch as an acquisition, um, I'm getting something, is, is, am I getting a good Bacha? Am I getting a good girl? Am I getting an accomplished Bacha? Am I getting an accomplished girl? So, you, you know, when you're, when you're shopping for an item, you don't mind getting a bargain. You don't mind paying for something for a cheap car, getting an expensive car. If that's the way a person looks at Shidduchim, they inevitably will present themselves in a way that's Sheker, subtly, not that right, but I'm over-presenting myself. A person who presents themselves honestly, but with beauty, in other words, expresses who they are in a way that's honest and 
graceful is using the chain and the yofi for the purpose it was given. Um, when I present an idea with the right words, I don't overblow it, pompous words and exaggerations, but I present things as they are, the, the words are extremely meaningful. We, you know, when you hear somebody being described in ways that really fit the person, it really gives the person the, the beauty that he deserves. If you over-talk, if, you're, if you over-exaggerate, at some point, it becomes defeating. We have, it's, it's for a boy or a girl, when, when they're in Shaduchim, and on the one hand, everyone would like to have a zivuk that's wonderful, great, fantastic. Every person also feels being judged and the need to present themselves and subconsciously we over-present ourselves and it's, it's detached a bit. And we have a tremendous pressure to over-present ourselves. The, the Akadosh Baruch Hu put into, this, into the world the, the, the need to go through the process of finding a mate. I always remember as a little child, I always wondered why couldn't I just, just make us be born and written on our forehead who was supposed to marry and solve the Shiddah crisis. I didn't think of it Shiddah crisis those days, but I just thought it was weird. Why do you have to go looking if you're supposed to get married? Like, why isn't it part of it? But I think part of it is you find yourself through it. I, I, wanna, I want to describe a minute, and I, I would like to say the Pshat, it says, any Rakos, it seems as if it's not a compliment. Rachos Vastor, but Enelea Rakos. But Chazal say that Leah was crying because she thought she's destined to marry Esau. So Enelea Rakos describes Leah in her full um, self. She was the person who, who felt that this was a lot and she couldn't come to grips with it. That's the beauty of Leah, that even in, that the idea of being with someone other than a good person in Sadiq is something that she can't face. It's like, imagine somebody coming at a Rechman Zahn or a dressed up very fancy, you say, there's something wrong. It, you know, if, if, I, if, if she felt that she thought that this would be her zivug, then, 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 then her sense of being appalled by it is a beauty because she's presenting something that's real and describes something very deep in her about who she is, what she is, what she wants. Even though the Shidduch came about in a very strange way, but the Torah describes both of these are the beauties of that person. The beauty of Rachel lay in the fact that there was no Sheker in her presentation. That's what the Goyen says. Israel means when she presents herself as she is with her Yerushalayim and, and uh, in his honest presentation, that's then the Shek, then the Chain and the Yofi become a part of, of what she is. And Leah, despite the fact that it seemed as if everything was not only was she destined, but she also, it, it, didn't, it, it didn't present herself well, that, that was the Shidduch. The Shidduch was because her concern for being with someone who's not a tzaddik and her distress was a, was a beautiful part of a person because this is a person that leading a good life and a righteous life 
is so important for her. So the, the period of Shaduchim, and no one knows ever how long it'll last, no one knows how difficult, about Avram Avinu, nothing is said, about Yitzchak, there was just someone took care of it, and I didn't say there were any previous matches, and it was just one, two, three, that was it, and she was barely the age, and that was it. And, and Yaakov struggled for so many years, and, and, and took such a journey, and went through such a travail, and so on, at the, we don't know. But the one thing is, it's a process that helps us realize who we are. It brings out, a shidduch is the part of me that's missing. To know what I'm missing, I have to know who I am. Not who I would wish I would be, not who um, I sort of think of myself as, but who I really am. And when people are able to, to, to do that, it also, it also becomes the yofi and the chen. When, you, when you're with someone who's natural with themselves, comfortable with themselves, uh, and, and so on, there's something, there's a chen to it that's it's difficult to describe, but it is like that. You know, everyone who's meet people, you know people, and they're very, they, they have a certain sense of just being comfortable with themselves, very clearly knowing who they are and what they are. And, and the purpose of it, and Kaddish Baruch Hu's Ashkachas, everyone's, the ones that the, the ones that seem to be just geshmeret and those that are, go through a, a lot of turns and wrong turns and and and, and so on, that's a kaddish baruch who's hashgach about what we need to develop. But understanding it, it's not just kind of a process to find the right one. You find yourself as you find the right one, and when you learn who you are and what you are, and and um, what what potential you have to really, what's the person you can be, is the person who you are. Then Be'ezus Hashem, you find the person that, that, that the, the zivuk is the other half of yourself, and that becomes who you are. So when you, when you come to the understanding of who you are, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu provides the fullness by presenting Be'ezus Hashem the zivuk. And Be'ezus Hashem, we should be zaycha, you know, the, everyone, and we have, grandchildren and uh, everyone, everyone is in the parish somewhere, you know, and, 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 and uh, always being espoused for it. And Be'ez Hashem, everyone should, the road should go quickly and we should become enriched in the process. It, instead of looking at it as, as a, a, a process that wearies you, it's a process that develops you, like all Hashgaz Hashbaru. And Be'ez Hashem, we should come away with crystal clear understanding of ourselves project ourselves as we are, have that chen and yayfi of, of our Yerush and Be'ez Hashem will, will become the people we, we, are, we are, and will build the families that we can build Be'ez Hashem, and, and have nachas from various Be'ez Hashem. <laughs>
try to get, I guess, shoot for the moon or maybe you'll reach the stars. Like, you try to want to get like the best buffer for yourself and then. So I'd like to share a story from a big person, a little bit of different context, but to me it's been the story that happened, um, I can tell you exactly how many years ago, it was 97. I, I wasn't, at, at that time there, was, there were boys in the high school bus that were amazing Bachrim, and very, an exceptionally good class. And they were, in the, during the winter break, four of them were in Israel looking into future yeshivas. And, um, and they were, you know, and I was in a source at the time. I said, give me a day, I'll go around with you. And you know, I'll show you stuff. I've been living in Israel for 25 years. And so one of the places I took him into was Rebel Yashif. Yashif was a man extraordinarily disciplined and every word and every letter of his was precise. So I come in and the guy tells him, these are four boys from America, very good boys, very nice boys. They want a bracha from the Rav to get into the best yeshivas. So he nodded and he said, Emetz Hashem, you should get into the most suitable yeshivas. And he changed the word best suitable. And it's like asking, it's like saying, if I, have a, if I need a size 40, a size 50 would be amazingly good because it's another 10 sizes high. It's not. Um, there's no such thing as the best bracha. Um, it's, it's not a quantity. It's, 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 it's a size, it's a person. There's so many parts of a person. There's, do, do, does, do, do I want to have, do I want this lifestyle? Am I suited for it? Am I suited to have somebody who's sitting and learning for his life? Am I suited? It's, it's not, it's, it's, the right answer is really what you are. Am I, you know, am I, is it possible for me to have, let's say this is the best bacha. But, but he's a type of person that's very close and sits and learns himself and has very little to do. Is it for me? Um, you know, and, and the, the, that's really, so the best is, there's no such thing. It's the best size is the one that fits. The one that his values resonate with me and, and, they, and they represent the best of me. That's really what you should shoot for. There's no, it, it, no too good is not, I have a, um, I have a friend that's Israel. He and his wife are Americans. They've been living there. They've been older than me. They raised their kids. They spoke English. And the kids knew English, but you know the idiom was kind of weak. So they were serving ice cream, and the kids all jumped. And one said, "I want lots of ice cream," and the other one said, "I want lots and lots of ice cream," and the third one says, "I want too much ice cream." And you know, she, she just knew that too much is, when you have a lot, a lot, it's called too much. So, so there's no such thing as having, you know, um, too good of a bacha. Too good of a bacha is, it is also, the, the, the measure is, is what you are, what, what resonates with you is, is your ideals and values and, 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 and goals. But, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's saying, and also it's funny, saying the person best there's so many measures of a person. His abilities in learning, his desire to learn, his hasmada, his understanding of people, his understanding of sensitivity to others, as his um, self-discipline, his yashimayim. These are a thousand and one different measures and everyone has multiple shortcomings. Everyone has very different miles, different personas. Good.
So have a good vach. Yeah. Yes. So, any guidelines as to how to help themselves get to know themselves? You know, it, it's sort of in line a little bit with what you said. A person asks himself, I know that um, Reb Chaim Kanievsky is the biggest Hamkacham, the biggest Matzah Zondor. Could I honestly live like that? And the answer for all of us, maybe I, I can't speak on anybody here, but myself, the answer is no. I couldn't live like that. I don't have it in me. Um, but what's the closest I can get? You know, it's to use um, ideals as a, as, as a measuring rod, but to be honest, where you are, what, for me, what represents learning a lot, what represents not learning enough, and what represents things that are just a fantasy and, and it's not me. So, so if a person asks themselves, you know, when you look at a lifestyle, what type of lifestyle would you like? What, what, what are you shy of? Is this coming? Do I want this because I'm fooling myself? Do I want this because this is the best of me? Do I want this because this is most comfortable and, and not at all of value? I, I like this, I like this, I like this. But it's not representing any of my ideals or values. I mean, people, you know, it, it, it's very common. I, 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 it sounds like a boy wants a, a girl's a big balance chesed. Honestly, would you like her to spend all the nights running around helping people? Would you like her home occasionally to talk to her, to spend time with her? Like, <coughs> you know, sometimes she's so amazing about chesed, she's not, not a minute's time free, she's always helping people. That sounds wonderful. Is that really what you want? You know, there are people like that. I, you know, I, I'm in awe. But, but unless I'm honest with myself, I, 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 you know, it's not. So just because it says it, everyone will say at the Vardin Shevbrook, because it's very wonderful, I have news, Shevrok lasts a week. Your marriage lasts a hundred, you know, if you get married 20, less 100 years, that's the shit. You have to be honest. What's the, what's the, what, what are the ideals that you're capable of expressing and, and, and can express? And, are, and honestly, your, your values. Okay. Good. Thank you.